Welcome to take number 6001. Yes, folks, it's been that kind of a morning. Okay, so here's Rick. Good morning, folks. January 22nd. Um, and yeah, it's been quite the morning. Uh, I've been thinking lots about mom lately, been thinking about all the things going on in her world. Um, because, uh, you know, her world of energy now is out there cycling around. And I, I think she's been paying us a visit because uh, I'll tell you, man, the, the soundboard, mics, software, everything has just been weird. Um, headsets. It's been a very, very interesting morning. But, um, you know, let's get on to what it is that I was going to talk about today, which is living in the reality, the reality of the moment. This is a hard thing. And it's a hard thing to live in the moment. And it's a hard thing to remember to be, to be where we want to be. This song by Aerosmith, Dream on. Just listen to these first few words about looking in the mirror. No one knows, folks. No one knows where it comes from or where it goes. Time, ideas, thoughts, what people are going to say about you, what people think about you, right? These things come and go, and they come out of nowhere, and we don't always know why or where they come from. We have but one life that we know for sure, and then... You know, for me, when we pass away, we transfer into that energy, that electricity that runs us. And uh, like I said, I think mom's been hanging around this weekend messing with all electronics. Because as energy, you know, the power is truly phenomenal. And so I'm glad that mom's finally allowing us to get this podcast out. Because like I said, folks, she's been an odd weekend and an odd day. But going back to what I was saying about where do these ideas come from? They come from typically not asking questions, not, not being able to be open. And so I talk to people of all walks of life, all socioeconomic backgrounds. I do everything, we do everything we can in the therapy side of the business to make sure that, that we allow people and get people to get the help that they can regardless of finances obviously 
we can't work for free um, because we have no other funding than what we do. But we will try to connect people. We will do what we can to try to help people get in a direction if they're if they're open to the conversation. And all too often, people come along with preconceived ideas about who and what we are based on where they are, not where we are. When I think about somebody who is so misunderstood or has been so misunderstood, is this you know, lovely driver that I know. And, and he's been driving for 40 years. He's trucked. He's been there. He's bought the T-shirt. He's done a lot. And you can ask him, call him on the phone, you know, pop him off a message. Hey, this is where I am. Can I get directions? And then people, the same people who are asking for directions will go, oh, yeah. But well, he's so into himself. He's so full of himself. He's not. He just happens to be really, really good at what he does and he just happens to be a really good person and so again it's this idea that dream on I remember you know again and I've talked about Jack and Bruce many times and Jack Madge you know was always a storyteller to to give me a story for me to approach life differently see people differently so what Jack would do is Jack would sit there all the time and he would say hey Rick come and sit down because he would see me. And so the one story that I did share, and I'm going to share a bit of it again today, is the story of the guy driving by the psychiatric hospital who gets a flat tire. Somebody who's staying locked up at the psychiatric hospital gives this guy information so that he can take his flat tire after it's been changed, take one wheel lug off each of the other three tires because his, his child has taken the other five wheel lugs and shot them all over the place. And so the guy who thought he had all the answers, he was the CEO, he had everything. He was not the one locked up in the quote-unquote insane asylum. He was not the crazy person. So therefore, you know, how could this person, and as the guy says who's in the, the psychiatric hospital, you know, I may be a, a bit crazy, I may have some issues, but it doesn't mean I'm stupid. And so that idea of it doesn't matter where the person is, stop and listen. Stop and go, can I actually hear what they say? When I sit and I listen to people talk, I truly am listening and absorbing. And I'm not trying to answer what they have to say. I'm not trying to give them a direction to go in. I'm not trying to do anything at all. I'm trying to listen. It's a guy who had, you know, a grade four, grade five, grade whatever education. He was a farmer. He, you know, back in the day when, you know, you, you could farm and not have really any, any education and get into farming. And, and again, this is a different time, but this man had no formal education and yet taught me tons about life. Bruce, Bruce owned a big construction company with family. He... He was a land developer. He did all kinds of incredible things. But one of the most beautiful things that he did is he taught me patience. Yet I know, I witnessed, and I saw it lots of times when he had no patience at all. But yet he always taught me patience. And one of the things that he said to me more times than I could shake a stick at 
do you know how long it takes for cement to dry? And I, the first time I just laughed, I was like, I'm not, actually, I likely didn't laugh. I was likely too scared to laugh. But the fact is that when he said to me, how long does it take? The idea behind that is that we pour a cement foundation. We pour a cement you know, base for a bridge. We do whatever it is that we do with this bridge. And it takes the time it takes to cure. And once it's done curing, it will be there for 50 years, 100 years, who knows how long, but it will be there. And so it's this idea of take the patience and the idea can be there forever. And so typically with Bruce, it was, you know, I was pushing equipment too hard or I was doing something else too hard. And Bruce would go, you know, patience. Going back to that old idea. How long does it take for cement to cure? A number of years ago, I was at the Hoover Dam. And somebody's going to have an answer for this because I do not recall the answer. But the fact is the Hoover Dam is not completely cured at the base, in the middle, on the bottom. I think the estimate was 250 years for it to fully cure. Because... It was a continuous pour. It poured 24 hours a day, seven days a week. There's a few stories of people actually falling in and them continuously pouring the concrete. Uh, There was no way to get them out. They just became part of the dam. And to think about the fact that that dam is still not fully cured and yet it's been used for so many years and it will still be here in so many years. Again, these are things that I think in this society especially we are missing. People today are so quick to want to judge you, put you somewhere and label you without actually stopping and thinking, can we disagree? No. Can we actually have a differing of opinions? No. They will create their own delusional idea about who, what, where, and when you are, and they will do it and they will go, oh my God. Somebody said to me uh, last week, well, I'm sure you're monetizing these podcasts. And I said, no, actually, we haven't monetized them at all. Not one bit. We continue to dump money in. We continue to do things. And then they made a comment about getting ready to sell properties, move, do things, change things up. And I'm like, okay, but what we are doing in one part of our lives has nothing to do with another part of our lives. And yet people do not want to ever separate those things. And so what I'm wishing for you, what I'm hoping for you to take away is that when we are looking at each other, when we are listening to each other, listen to hear, not to judge, not to do anything else, but listen to hear. Ask questions. And if you have questions, don't be ashamed to ask them. And again, I am told all the time, I'll have couples that will say, well, you know how they are. And I'm like, yeah, I've met them lots of times, but no, I don't know how they are. Because I'm not going to prejudge how they are for the rest of their life. I'm always going to be open for the conversation and the discussion. The fact is that people often will shut down those discussions and shut down those possible interactions because of 
fears and innate ideas that they're bringing to the table. Ideas that also often are based on nothing. Where we are, where Rebecca is, where I am, where Sherry is, we are all individual works in progress that happen to have come together to try to actually work together to create, to build, to do. We all have very different abilities. We have different understandings. We have different tasks that we work on. But it is about that collectivism. And again, this is one of the things that I laugh at around, around the world. Because we are ignoring the fact that we are different people from different areas and we are going to have differences. And so we have people out there who think that, no, it needs to be one big harmonious ball. That would be lovely. But where that comes from in a bigger way is understanding that every, every person, all 8 billion people on this planet have something to teach. And unfortunately, some of the things that they're going to teach us are going to be destructive. And then we have a choice. What do we do with that destruction? Do we actually follow through with it? Do we take what they've said and then send out an email, send out a text, do whatever? Do we take a stand or not? Right now in Europe, there's a lot of countries where, you know, talk about farming being the cause of global warming is, is ridiculous. And the farmers are gathering together and trucking companies are gathering with them to say this endless taxing cannot exist and it is not the way out. If we took away military spending from every single country on the planet, police to ensure that what we have is a safe place where there is law abiding, where there are people who aren't going outside. But if we took military budgets away from every single country in the world, and we actually did what we could to fulfill the needs and the wants of the people of the country, it would be amazing what we could do. But what we do is we, we listen to ideas that so often take us amok, take us off in directions that doesn't serve us as individuals or us as a society. And so this is going to maybe sound a little bit preachy, and it's not meant to. It's meant to, again, take a really hard analysis of why things are on the news that are on the news, why things are omitted from the news, and what is actually truly going on around the world. Because what has happened is through technology, even the technology that this podcast is going out on, We've made the world very small, and yet the other thing that we've done is we've made opinions and ideas very small. Because everybody has this launching pad, and the more money you have, the more that your launching pad gets center stage. Should it be? No. What we are doing every day is we are sitting there again we hear limited information, and when we hear it, what we do is we dream on. And 
one of the things that I want people to do and I want people to you know, enjoy and embrace is this idea that what we have is this beautiful, beautiful ability as people to, to do, to live, to build. But we can only do it by actively listening without regard for where we want the conversation to go. In testimony, I've seen in the States where over the whole idea of what is a, what is gender, what is this? And also often when I sit there and I listen to those, what I hear are people going, well, if you're talking about, instead of just, no, because the actual question that's being asked of them, and this is one of the things that I run into all the time, you know, people will have a, a pre conceived idea about me, preconceived idea about how I got to where, how, how have I gone to school? I have three degrees and two traits. That is not possible. Guess what? It is possible, folks. It's possible if you take the time to never get consumed by what other people think. Never get consumed by what other people think of you. And never put the limitations on. Saw the other day that a guy, there's a company here in Stratford called uh, Cleaver Brooks, and a guy celebrated, I think it was 40 years or 50 years, of uh, working there as a welder. 40 or 50 years. I had a guy a couple of years ago who was doing a welding apprenticeship, and he was telling, oh my God, I'd never be able to do this job for the next 20 years. It's too hard on your body and do this and do that. And I'm like, here's a perfect example of a guy who's been doing it for a long time and he's been you know it's it's not an easy job but he's been doing it the reason why he's been doing it is because he's never gotten caught up in what other people say about retirement or what other people say about what you can and cannot do and when that happens what happens within us I can see clearly now Johnny Nash. When we do that, And all too often, folks, that bright, sunshiny day comes when we start to become aware of what we are doing within ourselves and what we are doing and who we have around us. So y'all stand on guard. Make sure that you're being the first and foremost century to ensure that the, that the information that's getting into your mind is information that's there to help you grow and to help you have a more peaceful, beautiful life. So, again... Sherry, Rebecca, myself, have a beautiful, sunshiny day, folks. Hey, folks, again, it's Rick Sherwood here. Thank you very much for tuning into Black Sheep Rebranded. 
And thank you very much for, uh, again, allowing us to be part of your life. From everybody here, again, we can't thank you enough for tuning in. We can't thank you enough for your feedback. We can't thank you enough for the things that you're doing. You know what? Uh, just on a side note, our Friday podcast with the three of us, we've talked lots about it over the weekend. And uh, yeah, we enjoyed it. And uh, by the numbers, it looks like other people enjoyed it. And so coming this Friday will be another roundtable discussion from Rebecca, Sherry, and myself on a topic. I've found the article. I've sent it out to them. And uh, let's wait and see what they have to say about it instead of what I have to say. It will be a bit about what I say as well. Uh, but again, these are our thoughts, our ideas as three unique people coming at it from where we come from. And so again, everyone, thank you for tuning in. And again, this is not a substitution for mental health. This is just meant to get you to be inspired to think about things in a different way and to have conversations that perhaps you've never had before. So again... Take care, folks. We'll chat again on Thursday.